The title of this message, uh, I titled it God the Great Mechanic. And I know that sounds a little bit weird. Uh, We've actually heard of uh, God the Great Physician. But, you know, I can't really relate to that a whole lot. Um, You know, I I don't know medical terms. I actually use car terms when I'm telling a doctor stuff. uh, Because that's just how my mind works. Um, So I've got a picture I want to share, that first picture, JT. All right, that actually looks really good. Good screensaver there. Now, uh, uh, this this picture I got, and did I forget my water bottle? Dang it. Uh, I'm going to get it. I'm going to go ahead and come down here anyway. Uh, uh, does anyone here know what this car is right here? Okay, don't say it. Oh, sorry. I was more looking for a raised hand, but... Uh, who doesn't know what this car is? There you go. McCullough's sitting in the front row. Thank you, McCullough. Yes, sir. Looking at this car, and you don't, you don't know, you've never seen that car before? You don't know what it is? Is that a fast car? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's a good answer. I got another question about this car. It's not a van, is it? Is that a truck? Like no. Would you would you say that that was a supercar? Yes. All right. Thank you. Uh, being in this church, I've I've heard a lot of stories um, uh, from the pastor talking about men that that they walked with God and they had power. And uh, uh, one particular story sticks out to me. Uh, is a guy in a train, and I think two Catholic priests uh, were sitting in the same car, and they were convicted by his presence. Didn't say a word. They didn't know this guy. They didn't know him, and they left. And uh, is that right? Yeah, and they said your presence convicts. Your presence convicts us. Okay. And and the same the same as as y'all looking at this car is Ryan did. Never seen that car in his life before, but he knew that's a powerful car. And he knew that that's a supercar. There's something super about it. And, and just like these people I just described, there's something supernatural about this guy. And there's something powerful about this guy. I've never met him. And, and tonight I'm talking about the power of God in us. And so uh, you can put that picture up, or I'm going to keep looking at it. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but it is a McLaren P1 um, for your notes. Uh, so, but I see these I see these examples of people that had power, and and and, and you know I I really want them, you know I really want to have that same uh, testimony in my life. And Pastor taught on on Peter going to the, to the gate of the temple, uh, and there's a lame man, and and. You know, he said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, you know, I give you rise and walk. And he, he, he not only walked, but he jumped up and he started running. And, and it says that 5,000 were added to the kingdom that day. And I think the funny thing about that is, is it talks about him going into the temple. And, and you know... I think that's funny, you know, thinking about, thinking about that right there. 
He goes into the temple, and then it says 5,000 were added to the kingdom that day. So that tells me something. That tells me that you can go into the house of God, and you can not be in the kingdom of God. So tonight, that's really what I'm talking about, is, is the power of God. And I'm going to kind of do it in a, talk about it in a weird way, but, but you know, I, I want us to kind of check and reflect on us tonight and, and look and see, are we in the kingdom of God, even though we're in the house of God? Um, so, uh, one question I ask myself is, uh, God, how do I get that, that kind of power in my life? How do, I, how do I have that type of anointing where people... They come to me and they're like, what is different about you? What, what's, what makes you different? Or, or even conviction? Or, or you know, what, what can I do to be saved? How do I get that in my life? That was my question. With all my heart, I was like, man, I, I, want, I want people to be like that to me, God. And I, I, see, I see certain people, you know, in the faith, and I'm like, man, that guy, there's something about that guy. I want that. I want that. And uh, and so let's let's go ahead and pray, and then we'll get in we'll get into to the word tonight. Father God, I I need you. Father God, I ask you to just be with me tonight. Father, speak to your people and just give me clarity of your thought. God, it's not about me preaching or anything. Father, it's about you working on Monday and Tuesday. God, and continuing through the week. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Amen. All right. Um. I got a buddy I was working on days with, mechanic, and uh, he's got some race cars. And a, a few of them were down, and he had a he had a race he had to get to, and he asked me. He's like, Dale, I got a I got a couple down that I can't get running, and then I got a couple that I might can get running. Can you come help me one night? I'll pay you. I was like, getting paid to work on a race car? That's awesome. <laughs> so, of course, I went to his house, and well, before that. He told me, I've got one running bad, and i got another one that hasn't ran in six years. Um, I was like, okay. And he says his friend was there. He's not a mechanic, but he, he really didn't know how to work on cars much. And I was like, does he know how to drain a gas tank? He's like, yeah. I was like, tell him to drain the gas tank on that car that hadn't run in six years. He's like, okay. So I went to his house, and we, we looked at the two that he had running and the one that was running bad, it was, it was rough. But uh, the other one that hadn't ran in six years, you know, I went and looked at it. Uh, there's a thing that mechanics use. There's three things. If something just doesn't run, doesn't have any power, you check for fuel, fire, and compression. I got some mechanics and on heads. But uh, fuel, fire, and compression, and, and God showed me in the weirdest way the answer to that question, how to have power in my life. And so I'm going to kind of show you all uh, a four-stroke engine and just go, go through this fuel, fire, and compression. I'm going to break it down. I showed my wife. She said it made sense. So you ladies, it's not going to be that bad tonight, okay? <laughs> all right, just put up my first picture, uh, JT. I don't normally preach like this, but this is something God showed me. All right, so the little green arrows you see, and if you're colorblind, I'm sorry. The only, <laughs> the arrows on the top, um, that's, that's where your fuel and air mixture comes in, okay? 
All right, and that's the piston with the arrows pointing down. That's the piston, all right? So it's going in the cylinder, and we're pulling, we're pulling air and fuel in, all right? All right, uh, Thessalonians 5 and 17, I didn't give it to JT. It says, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. And we talked about prayer this morning uh, in David's Sunday school class, and, and it was really good. And, and you know, I've been, uh, I just thought it was awesome that, that, that he had that class today. But fuel in our lives equals prayer. Okay, and and how many of y'all know that that if you don't have fuel in a in a vehicle, it won't go. Okay, and when you stop putting fuel to that motor, guess what? You lose power. You don't have power no more. So we have to have prayer in our life. Uh, no no fuel equals no power. And I want to go to Matthew six five, and I give that one to JT if you can put that up. All right, and this is in red, guys. And when, the, and when thou pray, thou shalt not be like the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the street, that they may be seen of man. Verily I say unto you that they, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into the closet and when thou hast uh, shut the door, uh, pray to the Father which is in, in secret. And the Father shall uh, see in secret, shall reward thee openly. But when thee pray, uh, use not vain repetition as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard of their much speaking. But uh, not ye therefore like unto them. Be not... Uh, ye therefore like them. Hold on, guys, I need some more. For their father knows what things they have need of before they even ask him. After this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debtors as we forgive our debtors or debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever. Amen. So right here we have an example of Jesus saying what to do when you're praying and what to not do when you're praying. Um, what we, what we, we can do as Christians is we can have uh, a bad prayer you know, prayer that's not effective, and, and that, that doesn't lead to having power. That's like having bad gas in your car. So you, you got to have, you have, you have to have effective prayer, and you have to have pray, praying without ceasing um, in your life. Um, and then the, the next, the next picture, JT, this is the next step. So, so we pull in our, uh, fuel and air, and then the piston's moving back up, and what happens here is it's compressing. The valves are closed, and so that, that air mixture has nowhere to escape escape to, and, and God showed me uh, 
another thing that we check when we don't have power is to check to see if we have compression. And compression is equal to, to dying to self. When, when you're like this, when you're all of you, uh, you know, you're in charge of your life. When, when, when you have the reins in your life, you're not effective as a Christian. But when you compress yourself and become very little and God has control of your life, that's when you're setting yourself up to have power. And, and guys, this is, this is simple stuff. I mean, this, this is not complex at all. Uh, go, to, go to Galatians. crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. So in the part that says, yet not I, but Christ lives in me, I underline. Uh, and then, in the life which I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So right here, we see that God's telling us that we we have to, I mean, we're not dead. It says crucify the flesh. Nevertheless, I live. So it's, it's not like we're literally dying here. And I, I think most of us understand this. Is, we've probably heard this verse a lot. It says, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. So, so we, we're, we're living out his work, but we have to be obedient to him. We have to... We have to think about our, our decisions each day and be like, man, how am I going to decrease and have him increase? Um, uh, and John, 30, or, or John 3 and 30 says, he must increase, but I must decrease. You know, um, so just like in that picture, uh, that piston's coming up and it's, and, and it's putting pressure, and that's really compressed. Um, that's that's what we have to be. We have to we have to make ourselves small and make Jesus big, and let give Him the reins in our lives. Uh, all right, and then give me my next slide. This is the the power stroke, and. I guess let me let me read this first. Uh, Jeremiah twenty and nine. Let's see. Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. But this word was in my heart and was burning. Fire shut up in my bones, and I, I was weary with with forbearing, and could not, uh, and could not stay. And so, so what he's saying is, is man, he he had the word in his heart, and he was, and he was just, he couldn't even hold himself. You know, it, it was it was in him uh, as as fire, like like if you caught fire. I've been on fire, and I'm telling you, you are moving. I've been on fire next to Jonathan, with Jonathan, uh, 
around Polk. I've been on fire around a lot of these people. And, and when you're on fire, you move. And, and I think this is funny because I remember, um, I, I honestly, don't, we were in a prayer meeting here. And it was a while back, I remember. But I can point to you. I'm going to actually go there. I'm going to point to you. I was laying right here in the floor. Right, right there in the floor when God showed me the first thing he ever showed me. And I was excited and there was fire in my heart. I was like, man, I want to tell people at school this, you know. And, you know, it, it, it meant something to me. I was excited. I was laying right there. And uh, I think... I've preached on whatever he gave me. I remember what he gave me, but I'm not preaching on it tonight. But I remember it. You know, it, it was it was in me. Um, it meant something to me. So when you have the fire of God, when you have the word of God, it can be fire and it gives you passion. So if we're not reading our Bibles, then then we can't have that fire. If we don't have that Bible time in our lives. And, and uh, Big Dave, we were talking about prayer this this morning, you know, we have to have prayer, and we have to we have to give God the reins in our life. We have to make Him control, and we have to have the fire. And show that picture back up. Uh, so the middle the middle thing that's red, that's a spark plug. It doesn't really look like a spark plug, I guess, to y'all. It kind of does to me, but. But you see, you see, there's a bunch of mayhem inside there, the little squiggly lines. What that does is, is that that ignites fire with that compressed fuel and air mixture, and it makes an like an explosion, and it sends that piston down. That's why it's called the power stroke. And so, so, um, so now we've gone over fuel, being the prayer, compression. Uh, being dying to self, uh, you can even throw fasting in there. I know we don't do that a whole lot now, but but fasting is a part of di- denying the self. Um, and then we have fire. But but what happens after the fire is is you have the power. And I got uh, Romans one and sixteen. Did I give that to you, JT, or was I just going to read it? I gave it to you. Uh, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation uh, to everyone that believes. So there is power in in, uh, in the gospel. Amen. All right. Uh, I have one more stroke for you. Now, now, fuel, fire, and compression, those were the three things God kind of showed me using a motor. Uh, that 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 you check for, you know, in your life. You know, hey, am I praying? And am I praying right? You know, dying to self and fire. But but exhaust stroke is the last stroke on here. And God kind of showed me this a little bit later in studying. Um, all all the little red arrows. Uh, again, if you're colorblind. It's the top arrows leaving, leading out of that thing. Uh, but those little red arrows, that's exhaust. 
and there, exhaust is is pretty pretty weird thing. It's uh, basically it's burnt fuel, and burnt fuel is pretty much useless. Um, and, and I'm going somewhere with this. It, it's actually a silent killer. Exhaust will kill you. And uh, and I've heard one of the, you know uh, I've heard one of the the things they say is if you're starting to get sleepy, you know we got to leave our doors up at work. You know working on cars, you can't you can't just shut all the doors and run all the cars. But yeah, you'll you'll die. Yeah, you'll die. Yeah. But but it's a silent killer. You, you know you really don't smell it unless you're you got bad gas or something, but but you really you you, you know if if you're around it, not bad gas that way, McCullough. <laughs> oh gosh, uh, <laughs> why? Okay, it it'll make you sleepy. That's one of the, that's one of the things they say right before it, it it kills you. It'll make you sleepy. You know, um, it's spent fuel. It's a sign of power in the past. And, and what God showed me with that is there's a lot of people that, you know, they're like, man, I, I did this and I did this and I had a church and I, and, and I did this and, and I'm good. I'm good. I don't have to have an up-to-date power in my life experience with Christ. And, and so, so what we have to do is we got to get rid of this continually. If that if that exhaust gas stays in there, and you're putting back stuff and, and you're trying to go through your cycle again, that won't burn, that won't ignite. You won't have power when you're ready for a power stroke. So we have to get this out of our lives. This is again, and, and I wrote it down because I thought it, I thought it was awesome. It's a sign of power in the past. We gotta get rid of it. All right. Um, I don't, know. I don't know how long I've been, guys. <laughs> but uh, uh, if the musicians would go, go ahead and come on up. Say one last thing. When when you're working on a car, the diagnosis is is normally the easiest part. You know, someone brings in, there's something wrong with it, and and especially in this case, like like my buddy's car hadn't run in six years. I was like, well, it's got to be fuel, fire, compression, and the easiest one to check is normally one I check. So I looked at the fuel, and uh, the fuel pump wasn't working. You know, all this other stuff wasn't working. So, uh, and man, it, it was a lot that wasn't working. It had been sitting up, but but it needed fuel, and I and I fixed it, and it, we got it running. It hadn't been working in six years, but but we got it running. The easiest fix sometimes is is. Let me put it this way. You know, sometimes, sometimes if you don't have power in your life, you you just gotta look and see, man, I, I'm missing it somewhere, 
And, and really, that's what God showed me. It's like, I got to have, I got to have prayer. I got to be willing to give God everything. And, and I got to read my Bible. And, and, and if I have that, I can have power. And I think that's where the church misses it. Y'all can stand up. I want to have, I want to have the power of God in my life, and I think all of us do. You know, it it really hits home when you got a little girl. I'm not trying to throw this card out, but you got to be an example in your house. I just want to show her that the power of God is real. I want Pentecost to be a progressive motion in America. And I think this is where we drop it. Just the simple stuff. Fuel, fire, and compression. is prayer, reading your Bible, and giving God the reins in your life. Y'all come down and pray.